0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huddle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Have you heard? The Series E savings bond has been improved. Improved remarkably. Now it earns more money than ever before and in less time. Improvement number one an earlier maturity date. Now your Series E savings bond matures in only nine years and eight months from the date of issue. Improvement number two, an improved rate of interest. Now 3% compounded semi-annually when your bond matures. But if you want to hold your bond longer, you can. You can hold it up to 10 years more. Because the Improved Series E Savings Bond goes right on earning you a handsome 3% interest compounded semi-annually. So why wait? Put your money to work for you today. Invest in the Improved Series E Savings Bond. Sign up for the payroll savings plan where you work. Or if you're self-employed, the bond-a-month plan where you bank. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States Savings Bonds today.
0: Ah, boy, oh boy, I can't wait to get started, Molly. Look what a beautiful morning. You got the lunch packed yet?
2: I'm hurrying as fast as I can, McGee. Doc and Herb
0: will be here any minute. Boy, when I think of all them little fat ducks up there at Lake Wapahokee, just waiting for me to get there. Hey, you got the lunch packed yet?
2: You take it easy, dearie. If I hadn't spent 35 minutes getting you out of bed, I wouldn't have to rush like this now. No, I was
0: tired, kiddo. Don't forget I was up half the night taking my shotgun apart and cleaning it.
2: And don't you forget I was the one who put it back together for you. I'm as tired as you are. Hey, be sure
0: and put a lot of mustard on the sandwiches, will you, Molly? Plenty of mustard.
2: Dr. Gamble doesn't like mustard.
0: That's what I mean. Once old Fatso gets his grabby little hands in that lunch box, Herb and I may as well choose up for the wax paper, because that's all that'll be left. Put plenty of mustard on him. Ah, oh, let me see. I got my stuff all ready to go, and a pocket full of cigars and chocolate bars. Better get my hand.
2: Hey, Molly, you seen my hat, my hunting hat? Look on your head. Huh? Oh, oh, thanks, kiddo. Well, here's your lunch, sweetheart. Good. I made five sandwiches apiece, and there's apples and bananas.
0: Swell, swell. That'll last us till noon, anyhow. I always get hungry when I start on the trip. we got a 400-mile ride ahead of us, you know.
2: Well, you are equipped, sweetheart. I always go first <laughs> class. This living room's going to look mighty empty when you get all that junk out of here. If I were you, I'd leave half of it at home.
0: Oh, I can't do that, Molly. There isn't a thing here that I don't need in case something I brought along don't work. <laughs> on trips like this, you got to be prepared for emergencies. Like the pioneers in the old covered wagon days.
2: Now I know why they had those wagons covered. Hmm? They must have been a mess inside.
0: Ooh, 6.30. I wonder what's keeping them guys.
2: I think I'll call Doc and see... there they are. There they are, sweetheart. There's the doctor now. Oh,
0: boy, good. Huh? I got my hat and my duck call. Hey,
2: McGee, let's go. Start,
0: uh, start piling me up with this stuff, kiddo. I'm going to have to make a few trips. All
2: right, hold still. And hang this
0: lantern over my arm and give me my duffel bag. That's it. I'll take the boots under this arm. There. Drape the raincoat over me and... Pile the blankets up on my armchair and you can put the first aid kit under my chin.
2: Hello, Dr. Gamble.
0: Good morning, my dear. I see you're busy getting Junior's gear ready. Where is the little man, in bed?
2: Right here, Doctor, under this pile of equipment. Well, don't just stand there, Pat, so lead me to the door.
0: Well, you'll have to excuse my confusion, McGee, but this is the first time I've ever seen a war surplus store with feet.
2: <laughs> come on, come that's on, funny
0: man. That. Are you sure you'll need all this stuff? We're just going up to Lake Wapahokee. We're not going to open up the West. It's open.
2: Which way is the front door? This stuff is getting heavy. Not that way, dear. You're going into the kitchen. Oh. I'll hold the front door open, Doctor. Lead him out. Yeah.
0: Over here, McGee. More to the left.
2: Yeah. That's it. Watch the steps now, sweetheart. Grab some of this stuff, Herb, will you? Yeah, sure, Bib. Hi, Miss McGee. Here, give me that.
0: Hello, Herb. You've got a pretty day. Oh, this ought to be a great trip, Miss McGee. I haven't been hunting since I was a kid. But... You guys stuff the stuff of mine in with your stuff, will you? I'll run and get some more stuff.
2: You got room in the trunk for that stuff, Doc?
0: Oh, brother, when this boy travels, he travels. Now, here's
2: his raincoat, suntan, oil, and mosquito net. I'll take it. Here's some lunch I
0: packed for Oh, you. swell, thanks, Molly Yeah, here's the box of groceries, fellas Help me get it in the trunk, Doc Give us a hand, Herb
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> That's it Looks like we'll eat, boys Put that axe and shovel in here And the shells And my gun now, Well, that's it, fellas Let's get rolling Ah, Lake Wapahokee, here we come
2: Now, please be careful, boys And have a good time Yeah, we
0: will So long, Molly You take care of yourself, Molly and we'll bring you a lot of nice ducks, Tootsie. <laughs>
2: I'll miss you. Have fun and be careful.
0: We will. Bye. Lock up good at night. Goodbye, Miss McGee. Goodbye, my dear. Bye,
2: boys. Keep your eye on McGee, Doctor.
0: Ah. Don't you worry, my dear. When that boy has a gun in his hand, we don't take our eyes off him for a minute. <laughs>
2: Bye. <Goodbye. laughs> oh, well, there he goes. Bless his little heart. I think I'll call the hardware store and order a popcorn popper. It's going to be mighty quiet around here the next few days.
1: Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Within the next five years, millions of additional children will crowd the elementary schools. Unless communities begin today to prepare for this increased enrollment, our children and our nation will suffer. The kind of education your child receives must be a matter of vital concern to you. It will affect his whole life. It will determine his eligibility for college, his training for a job, his usefulness as a citizen, and his very happiness. If America is to provide enough teachers and enough classrooms so that our children can receive a decent education, each of us must take immediate steps to improve some of our local school systems. Hundreds of thousands of additional teachers must be enrolled. This means making the teaching profession attractive to young people, attractive both financially and prestige-wise. If you're interested in meeting this challenge to our children's future, join and work with local civic groups and school boards, actively seeking to improve educational conditions. Better schools make better communities. Good citizens everywhere are helping. (laughs)
0: How much farther is it to the lake, Doc? Oh, about 50 miles from that last turnoff, Herb. You getting tired? Oh, my neck's a little stiff. Pull up. I'll drive for a while. No, No, you drove the last hundred. Why don't we wake McGee up? It's his turn. No, don't do that. Let that sleeping dog lie, I always say. Let's not invite trouble. Yeah, but he's been sleeping ever since we left town. You and I have been doing all the driving. Yeah, I know. Isn't it wonderful? Wonderful? Well, it's a little hard to explain, but by the time we start back home, I think you'll understand... You've never been on a hunting trip with McGee, have you? No, I haven't been hunting at all since I was a kid. Well, this will be a fascinating experience for you, my boy. I better brief you a little. Yeah? Like, for instance, if you wake up about midnight with somebody stomping around the cabin, striking matches and rattling dishes, that'll be McGee. He gets hungry. Oh, fine. He always get up to eat? Always. And if you hear a howl around 2 or 3 a.m., sort of like a bobcat with a cut throat, that'll be McGee. After he eats he has nightmares hmm sounds pretty gruesome anything else well there's the bear traps the what he's terrified of bears didn't you see the bear traps he brought oh you're kidding no bears in this country well just don't walk around outside in your bare feet till he tells you where the traps are he changes them around every night to confuse the bears what bears that's a crazy I don't thing know what to... bears he's never caught any yet But those traps can break your leg. What are you stopping for? you tired? No. I don't know. Maybe I ought to bail out here. I I got a wife and two kids. Oh, take it easy, Herb. I've hunted with them for years. You just have to take a few extra precautions. Uh, I think you're pulling my leg anyhow, Doc. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) would bring bear traps on a duck hunting trip to this country.
2: (laughs) Where, Where are we? We there? Is this it?
0: No, McGee. Still 50 miles to go. Oh. Well, I better get some of my gear straight. Have you seen my bear traps? Hand me my sleeping bag, Doc. I'll hit you right back. What's the matter with him? He's a little nervous. His first hunting trip, you know how it is. Oh, sure. Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of, Herb. I was the same way. Come on, get back in. You're probably tired, boy. I'll drive the rest of the way. (laughs) McGee, watch where you're driving. You're bouncing the car all over the road. Stop beefing, will you, Doc? I know what I'm doing. Well, you better go easy, Fib. This dirt road's a little rough. A lot of chuck holes. I'm watching the road. I've seen every one of them chuck holes. And you've hit every one of them, too. So far, you got a perfect score. Well, maybe you'd like to drive. Yes, I would. Well, okay, it isn't your turn. I believe you like this. Just because you once had an uncle who was a cowboy is no reason to bounce us all over the. <laughs> what was that, McGee? Sounded like something dropped out of the bottom of your car, Doc. Some road. What was that, McGee? Well, whatever it was, you didn't need it in the first place because we're still going, ain't we? Uh. Anyway, this road is too narrow to turn around. It's too dark anyhow. We'll pick it up on the way back. If we ever get back. McGee, if I ever ask Hey, you Phyllis, know? there's the lake up ahead. We're here. Yeah, I see it, Doc. Right through them trees. Oh, look at that moonlight. I hope it's not a mirage. I wouldn't want to go through another mile of road like we just went through. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What a hokey, here we are. Yahoo! There's the cabin down on the left. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'd be glad to stretch. Hey, it looks like a pretty nice little cabin, fellas. Oh, it looks like the Waldorf Astoria to me at this point. Ah. I'm tired and hungry. Ah. Gee, isn't this beautiful country? Look at that lake. I'll bet that baby's loaded with ducks. Well, come on. Let's get unpacked, man. Yeah. I'll take the bags and blankets in. Oh, I'm starving. Yeah, me too. Give us a hand with this gear, McGee. Okay. Herb and I'll take this stuff in and get the fire started. You get the groceries out of the trunk, will you? Okay, but be careful with the fire that, So You know what happened the last time. Yes, I know. That's why we're making it this time. Oh. Well, I got the sleeping bags in, Doc. What's next? You can give me a hand with some of this cooking equipment. Boy, am I starving. Me Doc. Hey, Doc. I, I I got a little bad news for you. I, I dropped the food. <sighs> Come on, Herb. Butterfingers is at it again. Luckily, it's mostly canned goods. All right, McGee. Where did you drop it? Well, you you remember on the way up here when when I hit that big bump and something fell out of the car? Uh huh. <laughs> I figure it's about a mile and a half back down the road there because... Now, now wait a minute, Doc.
2: I'll go. go. Put the gun down. I'll go.
1: Dibber and Molly will be right back. Has your radio been on all day? You know, in almost every case where someone's been home all day... I'd be pretty safe in betting that your radio played almost constantly. It's that way in millions of American homes. The radio is a friendly companion and a top source of entertainment. And throughout the past quarter century, more people have listened more to NBC radio than to any other single source of entertainment. And today, as always, millions of Americans every day tune to the station where they hear the familiar three NBC chimes. For they know that the chimes are their invitation to the finest in radio entertainment. And this week especially, we'd like to invite you to join us on Sunday to hear many great new and different programs presented on the NBC Radio Network. You'll hear a host of stars, a world of information, and a day filled with the best dramatic entertainment. So won't you make it a date to tune to this station for the NBC Radio Network on Sunday? You'll be pleasantly entertained. (laughs)
0: Hey, uh, Doc. Hey, Doc. What? What time, McGee? I'm hungry. Oh, go to sleep. Yeah, but gee, who Go to not... sleep! Okay. Good night.
1: NBC has brought you the February McGee, and Molly program, transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Campbell and Parley Bear as Herb Travis. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again next Monday for another visit with Bever McGee, and Molly. Tonight, laugh with Can You Top This on the NBC Radio Network.